This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. The Better Human Experience, Part 3, Movement and Active Rest. Okay, I know I say this all the time, but this is truly one of my favorite topics. I love, maybe even need to move. And active rest, well, we'll get to that. Now, what is active rest? It we'll get to that, Brad. We'll conundrum. get to that. It's a conundrum. Before we get to that, Brad, yes. welcome to No BS Talk. Where there will be no BS. Because we, no BS. I'll take your word for it, Julie Turner. And active rest and many other things. <laughs> All right, so let me just give you guys, and apparently Brad, a very brief overview of what active rest is, because I'm sure that you've all heard it. We're going to talk about movement movement today, so exercise, moving your body in general, and, and of course, you need to also rest your body when you move your body. But for years, people decided they could get by on 30 minutes a day, three times a week, and then it went to five times a week, and then it went to an hour. And because of our lifestyles, because our lifestyles have gotten so sedentary for the average person, Mm -hmm. they are now saying we need an hour of purposeful movement every single day. And I've been subscribing to that belief for a really, really long time. However, you do not need to co- go lift weights or run seven days a week for an hour, but you do need to move your body. So active rest could be going for a walk with your kids in the park or with your dog or doing some yoga just to move your body. Like you shouldn't take a whole day, lay on the couch and eat Doritos. Okay. So you're not talking about sleep and restless leg no, syndrome. No, we talked about that a long, we talked about that weeks ago, Brad. I'm, I Keep know, up. Julie's always trying to just wait for me to catch up. I am. This it's, is me catching it's up. It's something that I do. Okay, yes. so active rest. Mm-hmm. Active rest. Like you said, just going for a walk. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, so okay. that's that's resting. It's, you know, you're not power walking. You're just going for a walk. But you need to move your body. And I did say need. And I understand, you know, not everybody is capable of walking. But you need to do something. And there is... Google it, people. There's a YouTube video for everything. If you need to do chair yoga, if you need to do... I have... um, When I was doing physio for an arm injury, Mm -hmm. they made me do the bike, but they made me do it with my arms. And it, you know, builds your back and your shoulders and all that kind of stuff. And I actually got one of those silly little desk bikes because I so don't like to sit still. Well, I was just going to say, like, didn't the blood rush to your head when you were pedaling that bike with your hands? It Well, it, it does anyways. Um, you know the blood's certainly not in my fingers or toes. Would you steer with your ass? Any, anybody who's ever met me knows that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do direct traffic with my butt on a regular basis. Okay, Brad, you're so off topic today. Sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, I'll tell you, I'm excited to learn some new tricks in the whole area of movement. I bet you are. Because I'm really big on movement. Yes, yes, you yes, are. I did. I learned, well, I learned years ago. I was actually very athletic when I was in high school, and like a lot of guys kind of got away from that. And uh, I was the opposite. As I lived in my life. Um, but years ago when I started kind of getting back into working out was about 10, 12 years ago, I was in my mid forties and, um, I realized that, you know, my body had some limitations, right? No, age does to all of us, right? Um, Crazy talk. And so I started looking for alternative 
things. Like for one instance, really bad knees from playing hockey as a kid. Right. So I discovered Nordic polling because I couldn't run. Mm. But walking wasn't doing it for me. So that's very interesting because I know that you can run. So I truly believe that our body only has limitations if we haven't figured out the workaround. I can run now. Yes. But I couldn't run then. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Because I hadn't used my legs properly for a long time. Right. Right. So it's not that your body had limitations permanently. It's that they had limitations at that point and you figured out how to do that. Because I've run Mm -hmm. with you. uh, So I know that you can run. And and you also know that I really hate running. (laughs) I do know that as well. It's like, give me a ball. I'll chase it. But just to go... I'm going to go for a run. It's like, okay, after that, I'm going to stick a fork in my eye because that's really good for me too. I do love running (laughs) and I don't so much love forks in the eye. There are other applications for it though in my life. So Brad and I don't get along on every level. Well, I do things because they're good for me sometimes, not because I have to love them. That is true. And I do try and adopt the mindset of, I love this because it's good for me. But like anybody, some days are harder than others. So that is funny that you should mention that because that is how I feel about active rest. Is that I need to love this because it's good for me. Meanwhile, I want to go and run. I want to run and I want to pick up heavy things every single day. So I do. A couple of years ago, Mm. my New Year's resolution, and some of you are going to just hate me hardcore right now for saying this, but my New Year's resolution was to take a day off of working out. Because I was working out every day and, you know, I've been reading the material on how you need to take a rest day and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So it was probably about 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. And my good friend gives me a call. And she's like, hey, you want to go for a walk? I'm like, yep, yep, I do. And she's like, oh, okay, you sound excited. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So she sees me from like about half a block away. And I must have been bouncing and vibrating, possibly glowing as well. She's like how are you doing today? I'm like, I'm a little throw punchy. I'd like to go for a run. How about yourself? And so that's kind of my personality. I, I tend to start the day with more energy than the average person mm-hmm. should ever hold in their body at one time. But I, I know that I, I don't run every day now and I don't pick up heavy things every day. I do take um, a more gentle approach mm-hmm. to working out some days of the week and you know I, I we spend a lot of time together yes and Lucky so, us. like i'll tell everybody you know after we do these shows we generally go for a, a walk for mm-hmm. an hour or, or yeah. so um you know just basically because i can see it in her eyes that she needs to be walked like a small puppy yeah um, i do and i'm kind of the I same start way to too. chew things brad i warn people all the time if you keep me cooped up for more than two hours at a time i will chew things but this kind of goes you know i'm going to say this too because again you have worked out pretty much religiously your whole life. No, nope, since 18. Okay. I decided pizza pops and paralyzers were not going to do me any favors, and I didn't want to stop eating and drinking that, so I had to work out. Right. And the, the nutrition followed along after. So fitness itself is actually, it was the game changer in my life. Right. And for me, I kind of went, I had a big hole. You know, it was like I was really athletic and did all that stuff. Then I went into music. Um, and then raised a family, and I just got away from it. Right. Right. So um, I guess where I'm going with this is objects in motion have a tendency to stay in motion. Yes. So what I've learned since I started, you know, 10, 12 years ago about actively, you know, actively living or really making living a part of yeah, my life yeah. is that now I can feel it. Like, I feel like I'm wilting. 
I feel like right? I'm seizing like uh, the Tin Man. Brad likes to call me the Tin Man, but mm-hmm. I digress. We digress. Before we get any further, we want to mention that in the next segment, we are going to have a special guest. And I we just do. I just want to talk about him a little bit and then we'll get back to our yammering. Yammering. We can call it yammering, right? So we, I'm really excited about our special guest today because he comes from a very... Um, what's the word uh conventional Mm -hmm. i guess fitness background absolutely and he's shifted and morphed and he's done all kinds of things so a little bit later on in the show we're gonna have lee davy with us and he's been a trainer of trainer a coach of coaches for decades for decades and he's a former gym guy he owned and operated dynamic conditioning center a multidisciplinary fitness facility for over 10 years in toronto canada he trained a diverse array of top performers and releasing he released perceived boundaries and reached new levels of athletic exceptionalism wow he, wow right no kidding wow. uh, who wrote this oh yeah it was me uh, he has studied the great masters of history <laughs> and who's reading exhaustively it? <laughs> well I didn't actually write it I stole it right from his website thank you Lee for throwing that at me compiling his work into two books Conscious Endeavor and Life the Dance, Understanding and Expression. And he has published a home training manual, which he calls a ramp. What's that? Ramp is the home training manual. Yeah, but what's it about? Well, it's a home training manual. It's stuff that you can, it's fitness that you can do at home, Brad. It's stuff that people could have really desperately used in the last few months of our world. Our, and you know, we were international, but I'd argue that it is all over the world that mm-hmm. people could have used a, a guideline for right. working at home. Uh, he does a number of online fitness courses. He does some guided meditation. And he actually has a, a product called Recess, which specializes in healthy curriculum for children and youth, which I love that. I love that. Because I don't think that... <laughs> I love to teach the better human experience, which... Mm-hmm. Brad and I have coined the things you should have learned in school. Yeah, and this right? is one of them. Movement and is one of the three pillars. Absolutely. And we should, yes, absolutely, we have fitness in school. But I don't think that it gets, at least it sh- certainly didn't when I was in school, it doesn't get the attention that it deserves and the importance that it deserves. It was totally an afterthought. I'm going to add some. something that we haven't even discussed here um, because it just came to me like a revelation in the middle of the night. And that is, <laughs> it's. Not so much fitness, it's the mentality of fitness. Yes. Right? Yes. Which is kind of what we're talking about here. It's like Mm. the mentality of the fitness that we're doing, the mentality of movement. And so, you know, we're going to be talking to Lee about the foundation of movement in our lives. And so he'll be in the studio to maybe show us a few things after the show. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited about about that. He's going to show us some stuff. And I wanted to get back to, you know, absolutely the way that we look at fitness it has to change because now I'm not going to say we as a species look at it a certain way because we don't. There's people mm-hmm. that are like love their sports and but maybe they're weekend sport, weekend warriors as they like to call mm-hmm. them. And during the week they, you know, sit at their desk nine to five and maybe if they're lucky they get to go for a walk after work, but most likely they're not. They're too busy. It's not a priority and it really truly needs to be. I think that there's... I'm going to share my own experience, right? Um, because, you know, th- this is kind of what happened in my brain 
right, in order mm-hmm. to set my foundation. And mm-hmm. I, Julie, I know you love to help set up foundations. I do love to help set up foundations in Brad. He does love the brain, so let's let him go on this one. So here's here's what I found out, okay? 10, 12 years ago, I start doing my polls. And a friend of mine at the time was like a marathon runner. Mm-hmm. And so she said, well, why don't you come and do the BMO marathon in Vancouver? And I'm like, well, I can't run, so I can't do a marathon. She's like, what are you talking about? Like people walk half marathons but I was in this mindset from a very very young age that unless I was an elite athlete in that in that sport I couldn't do a marathon right right so it was like in my mind I had to be Olympic caliber or nothing right thank goodness I didn't have that opinion and so it was myself no but it was a revelation (laughs) it was a revelation for me because I'm like what because I've been away from that for so long, mm-hmm. so I was still maintaining this perception. So where I'm going with this kind of thought is, there's a lot of people out there that maybe want to, but they don't. They don't even they start. Have a, well, because they don't think that they can finish I didn't where start. they need to. I didn't yes. start, so it was super helpful to Very me good point. to have somebody say, hey, you know what? You can actually go do that, and you don't have to be an elite athlete. You can do half of it. Right. Right? Or you can do a 10K. Right, so there I was, my first half marathon ever with my poles. With their po- with, I was with the only guy there with your poles. poles. Well, as it, I literally was the only is. person there at that <laughs> half marathon with poles. I got lost. I didn't even finish. How do you get lost on a marathon route? There's a lot of arrows I, you know and what? signs, and I a took, lot of people. I took. I took. Uh, I took the the. The, there Did was you the, shortcut on a marathon? No, Brad? there was the half marathon route, and right? then there was the full marathon route, and I ended up going on the full marathon so you didn't route. get lost you just walked way further than you wanted to well i ended up doing about 28k instead of like 21.7 <laughs> right right and i never got a time because i got i'm like i'm in the wrong spot so it was like i didn't even finish but i went further oh. than i did and i was the guy with the poles Some so of you that know let brad me tell and you, I, you 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 do know that i have a challenge with brad's for all the people out there <laughs> that have walked by me when i'm using my poles on the street and saying hey buddy you forgot your skis. <laughs> Let me just tell you that... That he didn't forget his skis. He just got lost. When you're the only guy with poles at a half marathon and you're surrounded by 40,000 snobby runners... Snobby runners. Snobby runners, right? <laughs> well, guess what? As a runner... I'm sorry. I just tripped you with my pole. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is not a good sport, apparently. Anyway, that's that's my my story is about the mentality about getting started and realizing you do not have to be just start. That's funny. My first, I still remember right. my first half marathon, and I had when I was about eighteen, I was gaining a little bit of weight, and I'm like, ooh, I got to start moving my body a little bit here. I think because, uh, like I said, pizza pops and paralyzers not doing me any favors. Mm-hmm. So. I did, and I started running, and you know, I would run a block and walk a block and run a block and walk a block, and then I started running a little bit further, and you know, I was doing 5Ks, and that was kind of normal, and I started mm-hmm. doing, this is many, many moons ago, I don't even, if I was 18, it's like 29 years ago, so it's a few years ago, and I joined one of those ladies' gyms, and then when I was, I think I was 20 when I did my first half marathon and it was like, it was the half, it was the marathon. And I'm like, well, I can do a half. Like I run 5k. <laughs> I can do a half, right? 
and I'm 20 and I'm stubborn and I do it and at like I, I did it in two hours which is no record time by any means but it's not it's not a slouch either the biggest thing that I remember from that entire marathon is having a shower right after and not knowing that certain parts of your body could chafe the way that they had <laughs> like there was spots on me that were burning that I'm like that has never burned before wow. I do not know what is happening I know uh, when I the last half marathon I did I didn't train enough and my hamstrings <laughs> Like, I, I've done full marathons, trained well, and no problem. But the burn, the burn, Brad. Yeah. So, speaking of burning. Speaking of burning. Sp- speaking of lawnmowers, that, that is a very private joke, and most people won't get it. It's just a way to change the direction of the conversation. We had a lot of things on our sheet here that we didn't touch on. We're, we'll get to that, Brad. We'll get to I'm that. I'm getting, sorry, I'm getting. We're going to be back. Yes. Just after this break. Uh-huh. with Lee Davy, He's going to be in studio with us. Super excited about that. And after the show today, mm-hmm. if you're watching this, listening to the show on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. on Voice America, then join us for Facebook Live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. on Facebook. Is Lee going to come join us for the he Facebook is. Live thing? I don't know. We'll see if we can talk him into it. I that'd think that'd be, really be fun. Cool. I'd like be. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll listen to these here's messages. Hoping. Yeah, here's hoping. Got to join us to find out. Mm-hmm. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What you doing, Brad? Well, I'm looking at clouds and contemplating life thanks to outside the box. Oh? Yeah, since we have a system to take care of our digital stuff, I have time to do this. Well, thank goodness for Darcy at Outside the Box Digital. Yeah, reach out to Darcy at OutsideTheBoxDigital.com. For a free review of your digital systems to maximize your time and effort. Hey, hey, Julie, is that is that cloud over there? Is that a... Uh, it's an autocumulus. I was going to say squirrel. Hmm. Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity how to own it, and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are, it's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. So we're back with Lee Davy. 
trainer of trainers, coach of coaches. Yes, we are. Thank you, Lee, for being here with us today. Mm, thank you both for having me. Okay, Lee. <laughs> Julie likes to interrogate slash interview our guests with questions. Are you up for that? I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, man. So I guess I get to ask the questions and you hold the flashlight? I will hold the flashlight directly in his retinas. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Get ready. Put on your helmet. So first question, who are you? We gave you a short little introduction, but we'd love to always hear from our guests who they are, what they're doing now, all that fun stuff. Well, you don't great, know. Okay, it's, it's, a great, drop. It's, a great, it's a great question. <laughs> um, I would say I'm a human optimi- optimization and superhuman activation coach. Um, I've been searching and journeying and studying uh, for almost 30 years now. Um, what's trying to put the pieces together of what this mind, body, spirit thing from within which that I am and we all are um, what it is and how it works and uh, essentially um, it's led me into medicine journeys and physical activity and neuroscience and um, breath work and meditation and just just all of these components uh, that I look at as pieces of the puzzle and um, as I've learned what and how to put those pieces of the puzzle together I feel like I've discovered more fully who I am and and you know at a fundamental level we all are and it really is uh limitless um we're we're limitless beings with infinite potential we absolutely are I love that I love that answer um you brought up a few things uh, like medicine journeys Mm -hmm. we won't talk about that today as today's is about movement specifically. However, uh, possibly you will come on again and educate us. Because I don't know about you, Brad, but mm. have you ever been on a medicine journey? Uh, once upon a time, I grabbed some Tylenol on the way to the washroom. Okay, well, <laughs> once upon a time, I grabbed some acid on the way to a party. Um, however, <laughs> however, um, really have not been on a, on a proper medicine journey in my life. So we would love to talk to you a little bit more about that. Brad loves it when I'm honest. We did one of those on Friday, actually. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get back to these questions another, another before we go. Yes, yeah, another yeah. story for another day. So why is it, we know, we've discussed that you were a gym owner for many, many years. We want to know why is it that you do what you do and maybe even why you got into to personal training and then gym owner and then this step that you're on now well so it's it's interesting at a really early age i i just i didn't feel like there was any truth in what i was being told from school Mm -hmm. to you know just that just this kind of um the story that we're fed of you know if if we can't see hear, smell taste or touch it or perceive it through the senses, then it doesn't exist. And it just never sat with me. I had anxiety for quite a number of years. The whole movement thing, like I was skating at three years old, playing hockey. So so the whole kind of movement and physical physical fitness thing came quite easily to me. But um, I just remember feeling so out of place, so, so anxious, so alien, so alone. And I was like, okay, if I'm supposed to, because of the way I look and, you know, being active and that sort of thing, have it all together why do I feel so terrible inside? Mm. And so that kind of led me down this search of like, okay, what is the truth? You know, what, where, where, what are the things that are going to make me feel 
comfortable in this physical form mm. um, and you know those questions at a, at a really early age like 13 14 years old um, led me down this this journey of putting these pieces together and now it's kind of come full circle that I've studied the you know kind of the mind-body connection and, and really in touch spiritually or energetically you know and, and all of this stuff is is really validated scientifically now um, the the full circle for me for me was really to bring the mental emotional spiritual component into physical form so now it's about conscious movement and and uh you know being very intentional with um with the exercise and and what we're doing um not only in how we move the body but in how we live our lives right i think you answered the next question uh, which would be what makes you unique among your peers. Now, I'm sure that you do have peers, but and we all kind of practice things in a different way. Mm-hmm. But as a as a practitioner, so to speak, like you are, I'm sure that there is not too many out there that have all of the and I I want to call the I want to call it disciplines, but yet I feel like that's not the right word actually, truthfully but they don't have all the, let's call it disciplines for, for lack of a better word, coming to my mind, that you do. Do you have like a peer group that you're like, yeah, no, these are my people, they, 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 they do what I do, they are what I am. Do you find that you have that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like at this period of time, period of uh, transformation, to, to be quite frank, of you know what's what's going on in the world. I mean, there's lots of wild things um, like COVID and that sort of thing, and yet simultaneously, there are so many groups and, and people like yourselves and organizations that are you know that stand for change and that are you know talking about like what is consciousness and and who are we really and you know starting to ask these more important questions and. And I really feel like, yeah, there are, there are tribes, we call them tribes, uh, you know, around the globe of people that are like, for lack of better terminology, awakening to the idea that we are so much more than what we've kind of been programmed to believe or perceive through the senses. And so I, I would say anybody who's who's awakening to that idea, who's asking these bigger questions, who's open to the idea that, you know, maybe what we've been taught and our beliefs and some mm-hmm. of the you know, habitual ways we've we've become comfortable in our lives is not necessarily who we are. So I'd say anybody that's you know that that is on on the path or on the journey of like, mm. um, and and a simple way to look at it is like involved or interested in personal growth. If I like that. Yeah. Um, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to mention that, and I, I apologize. I wanted to mention a couple of things, many things, really, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to apologize to Brad because I'm like, oh, and I want to say this, and I want to say this. Um, with what you just said, so for those of you that don't know, and possibly even the people at this table don't know, I ran into Lee because I was looking for my people. I didn't feel like I fit in, like I had the the group around me that made sense. You know, I had different pockets of friends that fed certain things within me, but I felt that there must be more people out there that, like you said, not only, um, sometimes it's not about not believing what we were taught, it's about the fact that we just weren't taught. Hmm. So it was, we assumed things, we, we learned things by, assuming them out of other people's lives that we got to watch and it wasn't even about being taught the wrong thing it was about not being taught at all 
and and there's there's so much out there for us to learn that other people have discovered that's really interesting that you should bring that up because it's becoming more and more evident like the more people we talk to on this show and just in general as we're kind of tapping into what we're talking about um, is it that was really the case mm -hmm. and I think in today's day and age I think people have much more access to much more information mm. you know like I didn't get trained how to push weights effectively you know I didn't get I, nobody told me that wasn't available to me in the late 70s early 80s I was, I was figuring it out myself probably much the same as you mm -hmm. were at that age yes or have so. relationships effectively yeah. like without question same thing I certainly didn't get taught how to lift weights it was pretty much assumed I that wouldn't be a thing for me mm. honestly um, and not by me but more importantly it's it's about behaviors and about um, understanding who we are mm. we didn't even get taught that it was important to understand who we are right it's <laughs> it's what are you <laughs> going to yeah. do for a living when you grow up and how do you get there and right. that was kind of what we were taught and it wasn't because they thought that that was the only important thing, but the they, I'll do air quotes, being our parents and our, our teachers, et cetera, they had never done it for themselves. Right. Why Absolutely. would they be able to support us to do it? So mm -hmm. now we're a whole different generation that actually wants to figure out where we belong, why we belong there, and what we can do to maximize that. Right, Absolutely. Body, mind, soul, right? Mm -hmm. So. So I just want to ask Lee, like I get a sense from one of your answers earlier that as a gym owner, Right, and somebody's been very physically active from a very early age. Um, you somehow started tap into like kind of the emotional, spiritual thing alongside movement, as opposed to just we're going to take some thirty-pound weights and throw them around. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, absolutely, and and that really is has just really started to come forward for me in the last year, right. and especially in the last six months. It's like mm -hmm. you know, because you know. I am so like I, I love the science aspect of things and so yeah. the you know understanding you know what's going on in the brain and body with things like breath work and the physiological benefits of that and and how you know this this gland called the pineal gland in the very center of our head is really can be upgraded to connect to the unified field or you know this infinite energy source that's all around us and so it, it kind of got me thinking well if there are these components in the physical form or these these pieces of the physical form that are um, have kind of a matter based position as well as an energetic position well what other what other parts of the body are you know if we switch our um, focus and our attention from perceiving through the senses to saying okay i'm going to intentionally move now and that that consciousness um, instead of feeling the pain that's coming through the body or the burn, you know, associated mm -hmm. with, with lifting weights or that sort of thing, if we change our focus and start to focus on, you know, words that are associated with images of what we're calling in, of feeling healthier, of having more energy, of, of connecting to love, of um, having more wealth, whatever it is, that because we're in our, the, the brain's ability to change structurally and functionally is at its highest during movement. We're literally reprogramming the, the brain, the subconscious mind. And then every time we, turn to, we return to those thoughts, it's like we are um, producing a different chemistry, a different feeling in the body. Right. And all chemistry is is signaling different genes. So we're using now an external stimulus, which is the exercise, to cause an internal change an internal shift so it becomes a much more mindful um practice whereby you are literally rewiring 
the the brain and body to a future potential. Right. So by using the the physical movement, you're actually assisting in a in the higher overarching concept of you know positive mental energy, energy uh, messaging, internal messaging, mm-hmm. all of those things. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So it, it kind of like the old thing is if if you keep telling yourself you're tired, you're going to be tired. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the right. opposite of that. Well, we focus on grows, right? So why not focus on mm. the things that you're creating? Right. Absolutely. Uh, so one of the Facebook lives that that Lee did recently, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed how he brought mindfulness into an actual live about working out. But before we go any further into that because I really would like to talk about um, you know ways that we can move our bodies with intent for supporting body mind and soul as well as you know that don't include the gym that don't include maybe what what people would traditionally think but there's a question that I really want to ask you and there's twofold to that question so that little boy that you talked about or preteen when you were about 13 years old how a how would he feel about the man that is here with me now and what would you tell him <laughs> that's that's a good question uh how would he feel um i think he'd be proud i think he'd be proud that uh you know cuz cuz i see so many people that kind of um let life start to kick you and and drag you down um and obviously, you know, there have been times when I felt like giving up like anybody else or quitting or, you know, just like throwing my hands in the air and like, what's, you know, what's the point? But um, just something within me is, has allowed me to persevere and, and, you know, really, really reach and, and grasp on to the, the limitlessness that was first wasn't even a, a thought within me mm-hmm. um but now is is wholeheartedly what i believe so i, I think you i think you'd be proud what was this and what would you tell him what, what advice um, would you give him continue to believe in yourself follow your heart because it knows the way it's got all the answers it always has your heart really does know the, all the answers well your heart and me don't forget me because I've got a lot of me, the answers. Julie? Me, Julie. <laughs> like they don't recognize my voice over yours. Um, yeah. I'm going to look really funny saying that to myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Julie knows all the answers. I love I me and Julie. Julie knows all the answers. Repeat after me. Um, There's something uh, really weird happening here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. They know we're hypnotherapists too, so that's, that's just a bad sign. So before we get any further, I like I said, I really want to talk about alternatives mm-hmm. to working out and, you know, what maybe we all did, Lee and Brad and I, the different things that we managed to keep sane through this challenging time when they closed my gym. Um, it still makes me a little sad <sighs> just to think about it. And a boot you out into my staircase. Right. Off I was in go. my own staircase. It was beautiful. I had a key. It was wonderful. Don't tell anyone. It's our, it's our little secret. Just the three of us. Don't tell anyone. So... If you guys want to join us in a conversation after this show, providing Mm -hmm. that you're listening to us at 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, PST, Mm -hmm. then join us on Facebook for a live discussion on this show at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Every Tuesday. I don't know if you said Tuesday or not. I'm going to assume you didn't because you generally forget to say Tuesday. If you you were sitting here, you'd see me looking at Julie 
to see if what I'm saying is okay. I love putting him on the spot. <laughs> I love putting him on the spot. And it's it's entertaining every time because he always falls for it. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm just here for your entertainment. It's like you're shiny and new sometimes. Your facts on color commentary. Right. <laughs> if anybody is interested in being on our show, being an expert, just like Lee is today, we would love to hear from you as well. Mm. You can reach out to us at nobstalk.ca. That's K-N-O-W because we know BS. That's about it for this segment. I think they can yeah. come back and join us and hopefully Lee Absolutely. will join us in the next segment as well because well, we have lots more questions for him. I am looking forward to talking to Lee about some of this alternative kind of movement stuff. Brad has a plan. I'm excited. I'm mildly <laughs> <too>. frightened. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks all. Join us after the break. <laughs> Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Hey, Brad. Yes, Julie. I am super excited about doTERRA oils. Yeah, so happy to have them supporting us. Us as well as everyone else that cares about maintaining or improving their health. You remember my rash? Please, Brad, not the rash story again. Yeah, okay, but doTERRA oils were a game changer. That I'll agree with. Yeah, whether you breathe them in, ingest them, rub them on your rash. Oh, Brad. doTERRA oils will improve the quality of your life. Yeah, so if you want more info on oil, reach out to kellymallinson.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-M-A-L-L-I-N-S-O-N.com. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. And we're back with Lee Davey again coach of coaches trainer of trainers i think i said that in reverse and just before the break mm-hmm. brad was saying he had some questions i don't know what they are this is not scripted we are like flying without a net right now guys flying without a net people so if lee is prepared for this i might not be I'll do my <laughs> take best. it away brad i'm <laughs> just gonna sit back and enjoy well i'll just i'll just say to lee like one of the things and and it seems like from some of the things we said in the last thing was we're very aligned in the fact that 
you know, you're bringing kind of a more emotional approach to just throwing weights around. And I mean, I know I'm intimidating to look at physically, <laughs> right? Uh, but the, one of the things that I kind of tapped into a few years ago was just how important just general movement is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things with the show that we're trying to achieve is to get across to most people, you don't have to be an elite athlete to go and move. You don't have to, there's people out there, I was one of them at one point in time, I didn't even like going to the gym because I don't like being around people when I'm working out. Or people in general. Or people, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just about went right past that. You just about got away with that. Um, Never. But I'm really interested um, in, you know, what are you doing now? You know, as far as, uh, you know, I see you've got a towel there. Um, That interests me greatly because there's a lot of ways to do physical movement without actually being in a gym or being in that type of environment. Um, And as you were saying, it's Mm -hmm. kind of emotionally, it's spiritual, as well as movement. It's It's all an overarching thing. So how's that all tie together? Where does the towel come in? And what are ways that people can actually start moving? And how beneficial are they to even just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so I'm 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 actually so grateful that um, the whole isolation thing happened because it forced me out of the gym, out of my traditional routine, um, and as a result, like I mean the the whole download with the um, or accessing the information of putting the consciousness component into training and movement I've been sprinting I've been doing gymnastics I've been doing martial arts I've been dancing mm. um, you know so so my creativity and my routine has has changed vastly over the eight the last eight weeks eight to ten weeks um, and I want to say to to our listeners that you know essentially one of my favorite quotes more isn't better better is better and better leads to more so it's not about going guns a blazing and you know making yourself tired and trying to lift you know if you've never if if you're new to this area just move like you said go for a walk and then you know do like a sprint walk and then like interval with you know maybe a light jog and then some walking and take the stairs instead of the elevator um you know there's there's lots of stuff that helps to bring uh greater coherence to the brain so where where you're purposely you know like left arm right leg come forward at the same time is it you mm-hmm. know so really emphasizing those type of movements um and there's there's all kinds um just doing some light uh like i call it general uh physical preparation right so where you're, you're on the floor and you're doing like really light really easy yoga type movements right mm-hmm. just holding in a like a plank position or a tabletop position or you know a couple of push-ups from the knees whatever it is um you know, whatever level that, that you're at, it's it's not about, um, you know, doing more or doing too much or, or um, but just starting, right? Just taking that first step, I think, is, is the most important thing. And then you can add a little bit each day. And, you know, the more that you add to it, you're, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to, you know, and then you can start to entertain some of these some from, of these other things from a about. psychological level would it be you know kind of safe to say because I've suffered this too it's like I don't want to kill it so now I've got the excuse to not do it at all you know what I mean like it seems to be kind of an all on or off mm-hmm. um, because that's the mentality that's only you Brad if I don't go to is it only me it's only you is it only me just you People, you I want are. people to send in and say it's not only me because I think there's more people that suffer from this. I'm actually talking to the computer screen right now. He truly I don't is. Know what's it, going it, on I, don't, I don't know what. There's no camera on, but he's uh, 
Because that's one thing so I'm always going on about. Like Julie's very much about optimization and I'm very much about, come on, just start, right? Like don't go backwards. Mm-hmm. Well, so actually. I love the way the sentiment of this is. Right? Speaking of, of just starting, I, I'm very much about just getting people to move their bodies. Absolutely. So much that. so to, like, I would like to take it back even a, again a little bit further. So we spoke of our gyms were closed what do we do and it was a it was actually a really good experience for me because i got to try different things that maybe i wouldn't have done mm-hmm. um however i'm happy that i get to throw around weights again but there's a lot of people that are simply not moving and actually one of the things i want to talk about is is the good and the bad of what what this situation brought out in us and one of the things like the perceived negative would be the gym closed but really we got to do different things but a perceived um maybe maybe something that you wouldn't even thought of and i'd like people to to talk about this as well like send us in messages you know we had that fear of getting on public transit but that was your only option so did you walk the five blocks when you normally would have Mm -hmm. gotten on public transit like that kind of thing maybe because of this situation it's like you know what i'm i'm gonna walk instead of take a cab or i'm going did those things happen because like brad and i and and i'm sure you as well we we were already doing those things Mm -hmm. but there's people that maybe actually started moving more because they felt it was their only option and what did that do for them it you know and be from a mindful point of view if you are gardening for example and you're doing everything as as um, perceived easily as possible, did you start actually going back to get each tool instead of preparing yourself, bringing in a wheelbarrow? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I making sense? Absolutely. Um, how much can we do that doesn't even look like instead of the gym, it's just life. Incorporating mm. it yes. into your mm-hmm. life. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's, you know, I, I think that's... A, 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 perfect perspective and this whole thing for me was again just an opportunity right Mm -hmm. some people were like you know fed into the fear and went down the media rabbit hole and and then like shut themselves in and and i'm like what is it you know it's it's an opportunity for me to work on myself to eat even healthier to you know as you said like walk instead of take the bus Mm -hmm. or the train or the car you know like do those things that you wouldn't normally do and then all of a sudden that becomes your habitual way of you know of living life mm-hmm. right right so so what are the opportunities that are right in front of you and you know instead of going to the liquor store and you know <laughs> wallowing in your sorrows of like you there know, was a lot of that of the, of standing the in the lineup at the liquor store does burn calories yeah Okay. Right. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> I suppose because you've got to stand longer. We did have to That's stand longer because of the lineups. So there's, you know, just there another bonus. There is that. Yeah. Thank you, whatever powers that be that right. gave us this situation. <laughs> so I, I think all three of us will agree that you know movement overall just makes us better mentally. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of statistical information? Like, is there any like what can support that? Because I think anybody who does kind of have that concept moving agrees you know i don't work out for a couple of days i can feel i'm shriveling a little bit Mm -hmm. and i'm not a guy that kills it all the time but i know that movement is really important and i always feel better when i move but is there anything out there that can support that yes okay yeah educate me yeah 
Well, I certainly don't have any facts in front of me. Right. And I don't know if you have any on the I, top of your head, but I don't. Yes. Uh, although, I mean, I will say that, you know, as you increase blood flow and that sort of thing, like the blood is where all the nutrients are. Mm-hmm. So it, it just makes sense that you're, you're, um, you're going to have more nutrients flowing to all the parts of the body. You're going to increase and release endorphins and Sex feel good and hormones. Sex and working out like are really good ways to release stress. Serotonin. Do- absolutely. Right? So, so that didn't even make so me do uncomfortable. Them both. Have, have, <laughs> <laughs> have more sex and move a little more. Yeah. But if you use try, sex as nice exercise. If you're having sex, then you are moving, right? Use sex you as exercise. You should be. You should be. I already knew that. So I love <laughs> relational psychology. And we won't do this on air, but I do have to, because I'm not joking. Sex should be exercise. Uh, if you're... <laughs> If you're not getting some sort of exercise out of it, that way. you're, you know, try something <laughs> different. But so this relational psychology exercise that I did, and I believe I've done it with both of you two gentlemen here. And what, it's the relationship exercise, the, the relational psychology <laughs> exercise. I don't remember what yours were, but you probably do. So one of them is you're, you're describing a body of water, but it ends up to be your sexuality. <laughs> and one of my words describing this body of water which i chose a bathtub because i'm a little weird um so one of my words was productive because i'm not a water girl i don't want to like spend time in the water but you know the bathtub at least is productive what was yours bradley do you want to go into that i can't even remember because i'm losing oh i remember i remember one of your words for sure i remember your my favorite word in brad's sexuality (laughs) was temporary yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't remember yours, Lee. I don't know if I, 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 it was, I think you probably better run now, brother. <laughs> that was just a side note. Well, well welcome to movement. Yeah, on turned into a different show. OBS talk today. Uh, really glad that you could join us. I'm not really sure what's wrong with Julie Turner. I'm turning the microphone off right now. <laughs> He's not. He doesn't have that power. Uh, he actually totally does. I have to play nice. Um, so back to introduction of the towel. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, no, not speaking of, we won't go there. Um, so Lee has brought with him into the studio today this really cool towel, which obviously you guys cannot see, but he has lots of different videos and we will post his information, of course, alongside of this radio show today. So you can check out how to use the towel yourself. But where did this idea come from? Well, so again, it was as a result of the times we're in and no gym. And um, I was originally in Miami and I just had like, I had this tree that had some vines. So I'm like, okay, what can I, so first of all, the the way that I look at the world is, is completely different. Like I, I, wherever I am, I'll look for things that could actually be my gym whether it's a fallen tree or a regular tree. When I got to Vancouver, there was a, there was a rail up around like the pool. So I was using the rail as like a chin up and a dip station. And people were like, Oh, that's a good idea. I'm like, this is the first thing I see. Right. So, um, so there's this tree and I, you know, I kind of exhausted all the body weight, you know, and, and, um, plyometric exercise like the jumping exercises and all that sort of thing so I'm like what can I and I had the towel and I'm like so I wrapped the towel around the tree and I started doing like body weight rows with it and like 
body weight bicep curls. And I'm like, what else can I do? And then I was essentially using my lower body and my upper body um, from everything from back. But like I was basically able to hit all the different muscle groups. Mm. Um, and because I'm having to use the upper body and the lower body simultaneously, you can actually uh, keep the same amount of resistance on the muscle throughout the entire range of motion, which is much more difficult to do with with traditional weights. Um, and there's a load going through the lower body and the upper body at the same time. So it's actually a, a really, really strong, really, um, really difficult workout. And by the end, I'm just like, <sighs> like just... I can attest really to panting, that personally, right? like yes. What do they call that? It's called like time under tension, right? Yes. So yes. you can really keep a really consistent, focused time under tension. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, throughout the entire range of motion, whereas, right. you know, typically you'd start and obviously with... And the, not have it get away from you. That was one of my first comments to Julie. You know, it's like, you know, when I pull out that 65 65 pound dumbbell. He can't even say the word 65. I can't even say it. When it, you know, but sometimes if you're if you're pushing a little bit much, you know, it can get out of control and Absolutely. you're jerking around and you don't actually get that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and then the other thing is um, in terms of symmetry, right? Like you mm-hmm. can really use the towel to tell whether or not, you know, like one side, you know, your one shoulder's raised a little mm-hmm. bit too much or um, so it's it's uh, it's like a feedback mechanism. It, it allows you to keep the resistance on both the upper body and the lower body at the same time, as well as through throughout the entire range of motion. So it's for me, it's it's been a, a real savior at this time, and just um, so much so that I actually I devised a program out of the towel that I'm I, I want to release because and then the towels are like these microfiber towels that you know they um, obviously you can wipe your sweat with them as well, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit finer than a traditional towel, so you can actually grab uh, it a little easier. Grab it a little yeah. easier, and, and they're about the size of a beach towel. Yeah. I would I would say. Yep. So I can attest to the fact that it, it is a good workout and. I would love after the show, Lee, to show us a couple of other exercises that maybe we could put forward on the Facebook Live. Um, And as I said, we are going to get a bunch of information from Lee so that you guys can check it out for yourself because we're not here to be your personal trainers. We just want you to move your butts. Um, (laughs) That's right. Among other things that we want you to do. We We have a list for you. I do like to make a list. Well, I think that it's great that you, you know, creatively came up with a way, and that's so applicable. Like, it's it's really a non-excuse When the rest system. of us were mm-hmm. running out, begging for weights, yeah. paying three times as much as we should have for used weights yeah. on Facebook well, Marketplace. Well, that's what happened to me. I mentioned my staircase earlier, and literally, I'm, one day after about a month and a half, I'm just like, I got 17 flights of stairs out there. Started doing the same thing, you know, like started doing stretching and then I can use body weight, mm-hmm. you know, doing push-ups and stuff, you know, head up or head down on the stairs. So it really became, I almost like it more than the gym. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's amazing how versatile, you know, just think outside the box a little yeah. bit. And that's okay. why, you know, with the towel, it's like, I thought if you're traveling or get back to traveling for work or, you know, businessman, woman, and you don't have room or time necessarily for weights or to carry anything extra in your, in your suitcase, well, a microfiber towel is not going to take up a lot of extra space, and mm-hmm. you don't even have to leave your hotel room. That's awesome. You can do 10, 15, 20 minutes, and And it's not going to trigger security. No, it's <laughs> definitely Somebody not going, what the hell is this? He's looking at me like I trigger security all the time. I don't think I do. I don't remember. Anyway, 
thank you so much for being with us here today, Lee. And how can they get a hold of you if they have questions for you specifically? Is there a better way? Do you want to give your phone number? Do you want to give your address? You know, you do you. Up to you. Yeah, I mean, my website is uh, Lee uh, Davy Lee hyphen Davy dot com D A V Y. I mean. Yeah, if you want to reach out on phone, 416-807-5739. I have WhatsApp, so I do lots of coaching and just love talking about all things health and consciousness. Um, Instagram is transcend171. Awesome. And we'll have all that information, of course, in our write-up about this show. So thank you again so Mm. much for being here. And thank you, Brad, for being here. Thanks, Julie. You're very welcome. Thank you both. Thank you both. And thank you guys very much for listening today. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here too. 